0: Hello, and welcome to Run With Horses Daily, where I share a little bit of what I'm reading and studying and learning as I follow Jesus, and hopefully it's an encouragement to you as you do. Today, I read several chapters in Ephesians, and one of my favorite chapters is Ephesians chapter 4, and typically I focus on maybe getting down from verses 11 and following where it talks about the growth of the church and that goal of every church member being able to to do ministry, um, and that unity in the faith that we have that it talks about in 13. But today, I really uh stopped in the first few verses of the chapter. Verse 1 says, you know, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord, this is Paul talking, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you're called, and I always have loved that Phrase to walk worthy. You know, we want to walk worthy of, uh, the God who called us and that idea of walking worthy. But that really wasn't the focus of my thinking today. I was really the, the key verses today were verses two and three. How do you walk worthy? Well, it says with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the peace, unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And then it goes on and talks about, you know, one body, one spirit, one Lord, one God and Father, and all those things. But those two verses, two and three, that talk about how we are to walk worthy, that lowliness and meekness, the humility that we're supposed to have as a follower of Jesus is just so important. And then forbearing one another in love. Why are all these so important? Well, I think that really is the foundation that enables us to do what it talks about in verse three, which is, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit uh, in the bond of peace, and this idea that we're one, we're one body, and we're supposed to seek unity. You know, the Bible continually tells us, as as believers, as Christians who are united in one body, that we are to love one another, and that we are really to strive for unity. Well, that really requires a large amount of humility on our part, and to be willing to put up with people who are not mature. And, you know, it's it's not that I can say I'm mature and I have to put up with everyone that's immature. I'm one of the ones that's not mature either. Uh, People have to put up with me. We all have different areas in life and times even. We may have times when we're doing really well, but there are times when we're struggling and when we're the one that that's (laughs) having to be put up with. So, that idea of humility and being able to forbear with one another because of uh, what God's done for us, because of that love that we have for one another, I mean, that really is foundational. And then we do that because we really do want to keep this, this unity that we have in Christ. So I think all of those, um, all of the one another's, as you think about, living those out. It requires a very intentional relationship. You know, we don't do these things accidentally. Um, and it's interesting. It seems like in most of the Western church, our focus is on knowledge, but to walk worthy is not anchored in knowing more, but it's, it's anchored really in living out the reality of the gospel, which is not a complicated thing. If I understand that I haven't deserved anything that God has Given me what I have, and that he's invited me then to follow him and and made me part of his family. I haven't earned anything, so I should approach God and his family, not as if I have earned a right or am I entitled to be here, but Jesus <laughs> earned my place, and i'm I'm in the family of God based on what he's done, so knowing that should allow me. To, to really lead with humility, uh, to pursue this unity that it's going to take intentional effort because we're still sinful and, and selfish, but the gospel really is key as we think about that unity. And I mentioned, I think in the, the last, last episode that I had found this book by Leroy Imes, What Every Christian Should Know About Growing. Subtitled Basic Steps to Discipleship. And it's an old book, maybe from the seventies, but I was reading through a chapter today and it's just talking about getting to know our father, getting to know God as a believer. And one of the, the themes that was in here is one that's really, I think, important. It talks about how we belong to God and he, he uses the word sanctified. What well, a sanctified means to, to be set apart. And you think about the Old Testament and how often that as god was teaching israel what it meant to be his people and particularly go and look at moses and the time as god was going through how to set up the tabernacle and and all of the things that the the priesthood all of the the worship that was being set up there and how many times it talks about set apart how many special items there were and things that had to be used in a special way they had to be a certain kind. You couldn't just pick any old thing. So this idea of being sanctified, being set apart for a cause, uh, for a certain purpose, is really clear there. And it's important to have that picture in mind then when you look later on when Paul talks about, uh, don't you know that your body is a temple? And we are that temple, that, that, that body set apart for God. Uh, that's often not something we think about, but it's, you know, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, talks about this idea that we are that temple of God. We belong to Him, we are set apart for Him. Um. Actually, I think it's First Corinthians three sixteen. know you not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwell in you. So we're set apart in the way that this Old Testament tabernacle and the Old Testament temple was a place where God uh, attached his name to this place. And he attached, when he attached himself to this, he required that it be used a certain way. It had to be separate. It couldn't be just used by any old body, any old time for any old thing. It was separate, it was for him. Well, as one of God's children, we recognize that we belong to God, where without him, you know, sin rules. Uh, There's no special purpose, no special reason for being. You're not set apart with God. You're set apart. You're now not your own just to do whatever you want, however you want, with whoever you want. Part of being set apart is to recognize that your life is God's. And I'm says many rights and privileges now belong to you as a member of the royal household as well as duties and responsibilities learn to live as a child of god i think that idea uh, is one of the the things we need to remember both that it's a process we learn to live as a child of god but also that being a child of god requires that we live differently our lives should be set apart our actions should be set apart there should be a difference in the way that i live and the way that someone who doesn't know god lives and the reason is because i am his i am set apart i have a different purpose i have a clear purpose and my purpose is not to make myself wealthy or or famous or even to to protect my health or you know all the reasons that a person might give and ways that they might justify what they do. I don't have any of those. I've entrusted my life completely to God. He says he's capable of taking care of me and that my life has a purpose and I trust him in that. So I'm not really going to make choices in the same way that that person does who feels like this is, this is all I have. I have to make my own decisions. I have to take care of myself. I have a different purpose. Um, I have been set apart and now I want to live that way. So, hopefully, this morning as you go through your day, you'll remember that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, you have been set apart for a purpose. Uh, God has a clear um, goal in mind for your life, that you'll be like Christ, and He challenges you to walk worthy, as we looked at in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verse 1. And that does mean humility as we deal with each other. Uh, it means that we we really do strive after peace in his family, but even outside of this church-family relationship, in all that we do, our lives are set apart. Uh, our lives are his. Hopefully, this is an encouragement to you. It certainly gives me something to think about today as I go through my day and make the choices that I have to make. Whatever you do today, I hope you glorify him. Have a good one.